Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear and perfectly. Great. <laughs> and how are you doing today? Oh, tired. I don't really feel very good, but I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You ain't under the weather, is you? I'm on my period. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> there you yeah. go. So, I'm uh, really not feeling good tonight or today or ever. Oh my goodness! Are you gonna be able to soldier through? Uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. It's no big deal. Okay, 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 yeah, because I, I know that some people, peers can be, uh, hell, to, to, to say the least. No, it pains, is. Cramps. It definitely is. But I didn't want to cancel on you. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, if you had, to, if you had to cancel, I wouldn't have been mad at you. You know, I always want my people at their best. You know. And everything so so what has been going other than your period what's been going on with you this lady <sighs> honestly nothing much i've just been at home just i just really haven't been feeling good lately well i can understand that how long does it normally last for you uh, about five or six days okay this is crazy we're starting off the show talking about periods people <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how real we keep it in this show, I take it. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, I have, of course, uh hello everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. I'm the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting. Like I do download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and sell a profile star podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Officer of a Champ, aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find me with every everywhere I'm at, all with one link, all my links.com backslash point rap star. We have two wonderful sponsors because last time me and you hooked up, I had one sponsor. Now I have two. Um, the first one, of course, is the Facebook at LS Community, LSworld.com. Go to there, get a profile. And the second one, the newest one is Eroticism Magazine. Go to eroticismmagazine.com. And get yourself a monthly subscription. You can either get the magazine paperback or you can get it uh, via digital. And um, they do it every month. And it features some of the hottest ladies from around the world. So go to eroticismmagazine.com and enjoy flipping the pages of some beautiful, sexy ladies doing some freaking shit. Also, um, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, right there, experience of shopping from over 500 retailers, black owned. So, go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy, and create generational wealth. Also, every Monday night on K97FM, I'm talking about Monday Night Smoke, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I talk to a lovely lady or gent from the industry as we discuss the business of porn. So go to K97FM every Monday and catch my smoke. And also now added, we're now on the Skyhawk After Dark TV um, radio station. That's right. You can go there to SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you get to hear the Smokers Lounge. So go to today and tune in as we are. Now, with that being said, I'm going to sit back and shut up and let this sexy smoke buddy, one of our favorite smoke buddies, reintroduce herself. It's Tiffany. <clears throat> oh, doubt. And y'all know who she is. One of the queen, one of the queen squirters of the porn industry. <laughs> she will mess up your sheets, my brothers. Trust, believe. So, um, yeah, I, I had to commend you. you. I love your style and your choice of clothing for your outfits that when you do your videos. Thank you. Yeah, because it's kind of like you play to the, how can I put this? You play to, I, I like you to the black belt. <laughs> the girl next door type, type thing and stuff. I think you kind of play to that. Is that something you really play to? You're not the first person to tell me that I play up to that, but I don't really notice it. Yeah. 
because like one of the outfits that like you had on this like I think burgundy shirt and then you had like the a skirt that kind of matches it what kind of matched it and mm-hmm. stuff it was like you was like you was dressed up like you was going to the office or you were a librarian <laughs> and it was kind of hot the way that it looked or have you and I think that kind of plays into your brand and also the fact that you always wear your glasses. Yeah. You know, period. Because like a lot of girls might take the glasses off, but I see you play into that. Was that something that you planned to do? Wearing my glasses? Yeah. Oh, I just I just like wearing my glasses. <laughs> I think that it, it, it helps to the sex appeal. I might even go to front. And, and, oh really? And, yeah, it actually does. Because um because like I said, it just can okay, each of your because one, you give them this different wigs, you give them a different outfit, and you wearing the glasses. So to me, it kind of makes you stand out and give you somewhat of a signature almost. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I just enjoy looking at your pictures and follow you and stuff. So um do you think that it, for the people that, because apparently I'm not the only person that told you that, um, do you think that really helped you with your fans because it gives them that fancy that I'm looking at a girl that I could see at work, I could see on college campus? You, you get what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Well, I um, let's see. How can I say this? Whatever fantasy you want to put me in is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everything you just said, everything you just listed, um, are the usual fantasies that I'm thrown into. You're my mm-hmm. librarian. You're my secretary. You're my teacher. You're my stepmom. Those are the usual fantasies that I'm thrown into mm-hmm. by my fans. Yeah, and I can see that so, because because it's like. Um, like I'm surprised you ain't got some scrubs and decided to be a nurse because <laughs> because it's it's like to me I think that what helps makes a sex symbol is that she is every woman I can fantasize her as every woman yeah you know what I'm saying you know food that she's gorgeous but she's not too far fetched that I might can't bump into or, or have a chance to get her mm-hmm. yeah. So I think you actually mastered that a lot. That's why I can't wait to see you do like more boy girl and see some of the roles that you might play. Cause I think you would kill it. That's why I say I wish I was still I was retired. I would love to work with you because I mean just your just to see what you would bring in the suitcase would be a treasure trove for me. For your outfits and heels and shit, I'll be sitting there like, God, I'll be having a hard time picking what the hell for you to shoot in. Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, because like I said, because to me, it's like even when I did my scenes, the outfits I picked was I wanted it to be not far fetched or realistic. Like if she was dressed, let's say she was a secretary, I tell her to bring like something you would wear to an office. I didn't even yeah. care if it was pants, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want it to be there. Oh yeah, you playing my personal assistant, but you dressed up in lingerie. How that makes sense? Yeah, you know. So it's like to me, the way you do your stuff, you make it make sense. So how do you end up like making it make sense when you be choosing and picking when it comes to like the different shows you might do and stuff? With my outfits, how do I make my outfits make sense, or yeah. how do I? You make it make sense because it like this, like for example, you might decide, like one time you told me that you wanted to do the door fit, right? Mm-hmm. So you found a blue outfit that comes up with a slutty door fit. You get what I'm coming from? So yeah. when you do that, how do you make it make sense? Because granted, yes, it's solo, but still you're giving them a story with the solo. So, you know what I'm saying? What's some of the process you're going through to make it make sense? Well, I just, I look at Dorothy's outfit and mm-hmm. I'm and I immediately start thinking in my head, how can I make this how can I make this look slutty? Mm-hmm. I was trying to find a a Dorothy outfit that was like the that was the original dress. Oh god. Um mm-hmm. you know, just the the original 
Ching some checkered yeah. blue dress. You know, they have they have some um they have some Dorothy costumes on Amazon, but I yeah. wasn't really finding the really slutty one that I was yeah. that I was imagining in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted it to be like a I wanted the skirt to be like really puffy. Mm-hmm. And like really, really short. That that was that was the image that I was thinking of in my head. Mm-hmm. A really a really short, really puffy, fluffy skirt, and then a normal top half. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't finding that. And I was thinking, and then I started thinking, well, if I found a dress like that, how will it work in pictures? Mm-hmm. And how will it work in a video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes we had to shape the image for it to fit what we're trying to do, you know, period. Because, um, because even when I think about the Dorothy dress and the way that it was done with, uh, what's her name? Garland, I can't think of her first name. Judy? It's, yeah, Judy Garland. It was nothing sexy about it. So it's kind of like you got to fit it to where okay, I got to fit this outfit to where it's going to translate to porn. And so, and that's, and that takes a lot of, you know, thought and also work, you know, period. So, cause I've been to realize the thought process that we go into. And I know in your situation, it's harder because you're doing solos. So it's right. a little easier when you have a male talent to work with versus solo. So explain to the people how the thought processes is different, even though it seemed like it's obvious, but still, it's somewhat similar, but it's just a different. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find a goddamn word. Okay. <laughs> a different result, per se. Go ahead. So, repeat the question, please. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, when you're doing your solos, because you got to do a different thought process, explain the difficulty versus coming up with a scene with a male talent. I think coming up with a scene for male time is a little bit easier than that of coming up with stuff for that solo. Actually, I disagree. Okay. I prefer to be solo. It's much, much easier to be solo because <laughs> I know I know how I want everything to look and I know mm. how I want everything to sound and I mm. know how I want everything to feel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's honestly hard for me to translate how I want the scene to look, sound, and feel to another person. Okay, I see what you're saying. Especially since other people don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> so I end up getting really, really aggravated when I'm around. Um, I end up getting really aggravated when I'm working with others. Yeah. No, I can see how. Trust me, you, you, you're talking to a person that when you had to try to explain the scene to them, and then not everybody catch it quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. like for example, like let's say me and you was working together and uh, I wanted to do a scene where, let's say you was a college student coming to interview me. You know, mm-hmm. period. Uh, one of the things I you tell the girl is, I want you to be you. That's another reason why I never wrote scripts. I'd rather do improv than to write scripts because... I'm not going to remember the fucking script. Why would I expect you to? So, <laughs> so, and it was like, I explained to her, I give her bullet points. I said, okay, you're going to ask me about my business. The whole time, I'm going to be like, you're flirting with me, but at the same time, you're trying to keep it professional. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I always figured it made it easier to tell people, do it the way you would normally do it. But I want you to hit what I need to hit. You know, period. Even if you say something crazy like you ask me, well, how big is your dick? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, period. Yeah. It's it's part of the, the realism of it. And I think also a lot of male times you run into, they just be real. They just want to get in and get in the pussy. Yeah. They're not artists. Because that's why I tell females, it's not about the dicks you fuck, it's about fucking the right dicks. Yeah. That's why sometimes when females, when we when they book guys. It's very important to look at the type of work he does because if he doesn't fit your type of work, it's okay to tell the dude no. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah. Mm. 
So shoot, because I mean, because I know with you, I know you have a vivid imagination. I can imagine the scenes that you probably would come up with if they were executed right. They'd probably be perfect. Like, what's one scene that you thought of to do with a boy with 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 a male talent that you wanted to do? If he could act right. <laughs> Well, I do find I do find like stepmom role plays and stuff like that, and um, you know, sick patient, sexy nurse role plays mm -hmm. and stuff like that to be really nice, really nice and really sexy to me. I really like role playing and stuff like that, and role playing requires acting. Yeah. So. Yeah. And role playing requires. Keeping your dick hard. That's where you had ran into some terrible male talents, baby. I'm sorry to hear that. Because, <laughs> because, um, yeah, because see, at the end of the day, it's like, I think, but see, to me, I would think more male talents would want to do role play. Mm -hmm. Me, personally. Because it gets you opportunity to be somebody other than who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I, I lived for the role play scenes. Like I lived to dress up. If I had to be a construction worker, trust me, I found the stuff to be a construction worker. Hard hat, the little jacket with the fluorescent and shit. Yeah. You know, you know, if it called for me to be a businessman, I'd wear the suit. And to me, it's it made the scene more fun, it made the scene more sexy. Just like what I like about you is you don't go completely nude in a lot of your stuff. You have the dress pulled up. You had the tits pulled out. I think that's missing in porn also because you used to have a lot of porn scenes where the girl didn't go completely nude. She kept the heels on during the scene. You yeah. know, and it, it made the scene more sensual and sexy. You feel me? Yes. Yeah, I love heels. Yeah, I I, I see. Shoot, because I... I, I that, that way I can't wait to see you with a photographer. You can do like stand-up, standing poses. I can see you in them heels. Cause mm -hmm. I know you have nice legs, <laughs> <And> nice calves. <laughs> so, but yeah, because I think a lot of times girls, ladies would like to do more, but it's finding the right people to do it with is the hard part. Right. So shoot. So I was like, damn, baby girl, that that way I was like, you would enjoy working with me because you'd be like, damn, you just you just so easy. Everything I. It's not a problem. I'm like, hey, because <laughs> you tell me a role, I'll be like, oh, I'm down for that. Especially because I actually did the nurse scene where I played uh, the sick patient and she fucked me back healthy. You know, um, actually, off the top, my number scene I would do with you is that uh, you're like a doctor. You even wear a smock in the whole night. I can see you wearing that shit. And you probably give me a physical and it turns to sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like not because it like when I there's certain females that I feel I like to work with females that I can fit them in anything. And like you're one of those females that I, I can see you can fit anything. I can have you play like what like one of my favorite pictures of you with the fro. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, woman, we will take it back to the 70s. Do you hear me? <laughs> Oh, have you played Foxy Brown out this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, nah, but I know that you probably, because you seem like you would like to do more is just finding the right people. That's pretty much the problem, ain't it? Um, no, not really. I don't really want to do more. Um, I don't really want to do boy-girl scenes. I just find them to be very stressful. Mm-hmm. Is so it because... I actually don't want to do boy-girl scenes anymore. Oh, I um, feel you. And I don't want to do porn anymore. Didn't make oh. me as happy as I thought it would make me since it had been my dream for so long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so why did it not make you happy if you don't mind me asking? It just stressed me off. Yeah. 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 But see, that's why I tell people, because I was just having this conversation with uh, Kyle BBW, because she opened up a boutique. Shouts out to her. 
And I tell females that porn will never go anywhere. You can chase it or what have you. Sometimes it's okay to take a break from it. Sometimes it's okay to expand beyond it and use your notoriety to make money outside of porn. You know, whether it's being an influencer or you just are you doing the YouTube page? Because sometimes we put so much focus into this one thing. And when it's not moving at the pace we like or moving the way they like, it frustrates the fuck out of us. And it makes us lose passion, you know, period. So it's like to me, me personally, as a performer myself, I don't want to see you leave the industry because I think you can be one of the great ones. I just think the problem is, is that the experiences that you've had had lent you to have a negative outlook upon it. Because if you, like, let's say, ran to the right male talent that was an asshole, it might would it Because sometimes when you run into people, it can dampen the experience. You know? So. And trust me, I know how it feels for your experience to be dampened. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, like, like when you were telling me about the male talent you worked with. Sex, doing porn and having sex is the most personal shit you can do. Mm-hmm. So when you're on camera, when you're on set, you're still giving yourself up. You're still somewhat submitting. You're somewhat still vulnerable emotionally, physically, what have you. So when you work with this male talent who doesn't make the experience better, it it leaves that imprint. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's. Right. You know, I tell people sometimes when you don't work with the right people, it makes you want to leave the business because you feel that there ain't good people in the business. Do you think that might be one of the reasons why? There aren't a lot of what kind of people in the business? Uh, What did I say? It's not a lot of, I got to put this, good people in the business. Or you might not I don't really have that kind of experience to label people good or bad. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've, I've only had, I've only been hired for a few scenes. Mm-hmm. I've only been hired to do a few scenes for two different companies, mm-hmm. and nothing horrible happened on set at all, mm-hmm. at any location. Mm-hmm. I generally had a good time. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I can handle the the stress. Is all. You know, that solo yeah. work is honestly already stressful. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. especially since I do everything alone and by myself, even just doing solo work can be kind of stressful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think actually you might would have benefited if you worked in the studio, like a webcam studio type situation like they mm-hmm. have over in, where, in Europe, because. One, you probably would have people to bounce off of to a certain extent. What I mean by other girls that was doing it, so it's kind of like I don't feel alone for so much, you know. And then two, also, um, yeah, it trust me, it's a lot of stress with porn. And see, I think a lot of people when they come into business, they don't realize that, you know. Um, because even with me, I didn't realize it when I first got in it. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize, I knew it was going to be work, but I didn't know the level of work and the things that you had to deal with within it. So, it, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, that's why I'm kind of glad I didn't work as much and wasn't as, I was, how can I put it, not necessarily dependent upon it, but not as dependent upon it. So I, it, to me, I think that, um, Okay. I think that with you, I think that it's the realization that the game's a little bit tougher, but I, well, I think it is, in my opinion, I just think that you just need to take a little small break. Come back, be refreshed. Because the simple fact of that, like you said, with solos, and two, when you're doing it by yourself, it does take a toll. Because 
you ain't got nobody to give you that push and, or to help you. Or even better, on a mental <clears throat> level, motivation and belief in you. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that was the one thing that when girls came into business back in my day, when they went work with a producer, that what a producer was. He wasn't just making sure that you filmed, you had a site. He also gave you encouragement. He also gave you help, you know? So I would think that if you probably had somebody in your corner, you probably, yeah, you might be a little bit better off. Mm-hmm. You know, period. So, now I say I wish we lived closer. I could have been that person. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? But now, nah, but like I said, whether you retired or not, you know you're a smoke buddy, and I'm going to bring you back on the show, so you might as well be prepared for it. Okay. Because I love talking to you. Now, speaking about that, I decided to have a little fun with you today. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to talk a little bit of relationship show. Now, I, I know that you're necessarily not in one or what have you, but I am going to ask you this because this was a question that I always wanted to ask a girl. In your mind, what would be your perfect relationship? Um. A lot of spending time together mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of intimacy mm-hmm. and a lot of doing things for each other. Okay, okay. So a so, lot of intimacy, a lot of acts of service and a lot of quality time. And um with that being said, because like I said, they say if, if you, you know, because I, I know you say you talking about quitting, but you might, you might change your mind or what have you. Um, we already know that he would have to accept you doing adult film if you're doing it. Um, now the question of it is, is do you think, are you into poly no. swinging or any of that? No. So your relationship would be just straight up you and him. No. Yeah. Okay, now I got what you're saying. So, and um, with you, <clears throat> um, why wouldn't you not do a poly? I just have to ask. I'm selfish. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I'm selfish. I don't want to share you. Why would I ever want to share you? Um. Okay, the way she just sounds, fellas, I know all the fellas think the same thing I was thinking. I wouldn't want to share you either. <laughs> the way you was saying that shit sounds so sexy. You just said that, yo. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds sexy as hell. <laughs> See, now you know a lady, a woman got a sexy-ass voice because she can make the simplest shit just sound sexy as fuck. Okay. So, so with that... um, with your man, because like I said, if you end up dating, right? Um, like I said before, because you because you are doing at, at this time, you're still doing adult film or what have you. Um, of course, you have to accept it. Right now, what would be in a relationship for you? Your I ain't gonna say do the deal breakers. Mine? Yeah. Um, well, like I said before, if he wanted to be polyamorous, no. If he wants an open relationship, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, the basics, like if he doesn't have a car, no. If he doesn't have <laughs> a job, no. If he doesn't have his own place, no. <laughs> um, those are just the basic ones that everyone's expecting. But they always say the um, broke dude's got the best dick, though. I don't I, care. Say, I don't give a shit. I don't care. You say, I remember having a small dick that got buddy did a big dick that broke. No, I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> I'm just so, so it's like, um, so if a man have a cheated okay um how would you handle that 
and would you keep him? No, I'm done. You're done. Okay. Hey, Absolute deal breaker. Oh, and, and explain why it's so much of a deal breaker. Because, you know, there's some female that say that, but then they end up going back. But you saw yeah. kind of, your, your ass wouldn't go back for shit. But go ahead. Yeah, no, zero, zero second chances. It's all about self-respect and dignity. Having the spine and the balls to not be a doormat. Mm-hmm. I think men who take back cheating spouses are pathetic and sorry excuses for men because it just reeks of desperation, the fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. It yeah, tells because... me that you have no spine and no balls. It shows me you have no self-respect or dignity. Mm. Y'all heard and that I though. hate it when men try to twist it in this magical fairy tale way. That mm. gets me so upset. I hate that because you're like, you're trying to convince everyone around you that you made the right decision by taking back this horrible person. Mm-hmm. And see, the thing of it is, is that when they take it back, now this is when it comes to men taking back women. They, it's, it's funny how with men, how can I put this? If you're going to take her back, you have to at some point forgive her and you have to move past. Yeah. You, do. you know, and that's with any any type situation of that nature. But with, with guys, I think what where they're stuck is our stuck is this. They more thought, thinking about the dude dead. That's what it's about. While with y'all, it's Archie is on the emotional scale that we actually gave this other woman time, effort, and attention. Yeah, but is where well, you gave him the pussy. <laughs> which is kind of yeah. funny so they so when a dude does take back a female um it's very rare let's make that clear because i don't know too many dudes that ever really took back and it lasted because the dude was bitter he always going to question you know in the whole nine it's it only in that majority of the time when a woman take a guy back that's a totally different story so you feel the same way about a woman if she take a man back if he cheats? Yeah, it's stupid. Like I said, you reek of desperation and fear of being alone, which tells me you have no self-respect and dignity. Yeah, because I know you be hearing about that in celebrities, they be getting cheated on and they be taking, they be getting giving a man like Khloe Kardashian. That one was an interesting one. Because Tristan, he didn't got a whole baby now, mm-hmm. and 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 it's like to me, it's like it's one thing. It, 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 Hypothetically speaking, devil's advocate. Okay, he did it one time, and you took him back. But if it's like three or four, when does it stop? When does it enough is enough? Hollywood dating is so different from normal everyday dating. Hollywood dating, you're basically signing up to be in an open relationship. Celebrities, I refuse to believe that celebrities and very wealthy people want to be monogamous. They don't want to be monogamous and they don't need to be monogamous. Why be monogamous when you're rich? Mm. Mm. Interesting, interesting thought. Interesting thought. Because it, to me, I always said this. In order for a okay, any man should not get married to like late 30s, early 40s, because by then he's done so on his own. And he knows what he wants in his woman and he's ready to sell now. Mm-hmm. When it comes to celebrities and rich people, it's a similar situation, but it's when he is at a point where he's pretty much done chasing his career. Because now he the temptation ain't out there in front of his face. And I always said this. These celebrity dudes don't get pussy like that. <laughs> That's why they cheat. <laughs> because, because one, a lot of these dudes won't get in coochie before they got the money. Not quality coochie. Like they if even if they did get the best girl, she was the best girl in the hood, not Instagram best. You get what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. So they get more money, they get more fame. Now they got these girls paying them attention that wouldn't gave them the time of day, you know. Period. So yeah. to me, but yeah, celebrities. It's kind of like it's funny when these motherfuckers get married, and then a year later you hear about infidelity. <laughs> they didn't cheat it. <laughs> Some of them yeah. got a whole bag of shit, and it's like, why do celebrities feel that they can only date celebrities? Because it seems like celebrities that date a normal person or happier? What you think? Well, I think that I think I think um, I think people like to date people who are on their level. Mm-hmm. So celebrities date celebrities because when you're a celebrity, that's who you're around mm-hmm. as other celebrities. And on top of that, they're on your level. So it's just easier. But, but dating normal everyday people, mm-hmm. I actually personally think that's kind of weird. Do tell. I just think it's weird. It's like you're you're a celebrity. Was why do you want to date you know this normal everyday person? I do. I do think that's kind of funny. It's kind of weird. Just a little bit though. Yeah. I don't think it's bad or anything. I don't think it's insane. I just think it's kind of funny. Why don't you want to date anyone that's on your level? Why do you want to date this bartender? Why do you want to date this lawyer or this uh, this teacher mm-hmm. or whatever? Anything that's not a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But if See. um, but if it makes them ten times happier, then that's fantastic. Yeah. And that's got to be some reason. I just can't think of it right now. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's because they're not brainwashed. Maybe it's because the normal everyday person isn't as brainwashed as a Hollywood elite. And see, too, I think the more down to earth. Yeah, I, I think it gives them the sense of normalcy. Because yeah. if I'm dating another celebrity, I'm coming home. I'm coming home to your work and bringing my work. And it's kind of like uh, an alpha and a beta. Somebody yeah. has to be an alpha and a beta in a relationship. Now, whether it changes throughout the relationship, depending upon situation, that's one thing. But for the most part, you can't. Ha- it's kind of hard to have two of the same. You know, period. Um, because, like, for example, if I'm a... Let's say I'm an actress, and then my husband's an actor, we come home, guess what we're talking about? We're not talking about normal shit. We're talking about the acting shit. So mm-hmm. you don't get some normalcy outside of your work. That's the only reason why I would see. And two, if you done dated five or six celebrities and your ass done had four babies and ain't got married and now one, maybe you need to switch it up. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last I checked, didn't uh, Albert Einstein said the uh, the definition for insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. So, so if you, uh, so in that case, would you date a civilian? I am oh, a civilian. Yes. You are. So a yes, star. I would. You're a poor, you're a poor star. I can see you a poor star because you do. Porn. I'm not. I mean, well, well, anyway, you say you would date a civilian. Cool. Would you date somebody in the industry? Maybe. <laughs> she, 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 she took a while to ask that. She had to think about that. Wait a second. I did say it. I don't like Sharon. That would constitute a Sharon. You know, it's business, but still, it's Sharon. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It just, I think, um, I think it just really depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. I think if you find the right person, you probably you might would, especially if you could trust them, because yeah. That takes a level of trust that you don't have to worry about when it comes to civilians so much. Because it's not the fact that, because one, you know he's going to do what he's going to do, but you're trying to trust that he don't do more than that. That's the case. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, because like I said, because people getting their damn feelings and and it's kind of crazy how, which is funny how people getting their feelings because you're going to fuck on set. So why would you get in your feelings? I never understand. Yeah, I me. understand keeping uh, 
keeping your work life and your personal life separate. I totally understand that. And I'm hoping to find a man that understands that my my cam life and my personal life are totally separate. Cause I think like with a lot of like the the, the, the couples, the people that be doing the couple filming and shit. Yeah. The biggest problem is how do you separate when y'all working together? In other words, do you, you don't want it to be that every time y'all have sex, it's a camera in front. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so when you having that kind of relationship, you kind of have to balance it to a certain extent. That's why I think to me, the perfect relationship, if it's an industry relationship, is that both of them are straight up porn stars. And they shoot with each other, but they shoot with others, which in turn means that now we will have to focus on our relationship and spending time with each other just because. And they wouldn't have to involve a camera because we're not depending upon each other for content. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, because, I mean, it, and it's funny how, how many people in this industry is married. People don't even realize that shit. And that's really great. Yeah. They think all the girls are single. <laughs> now, her sex ass is single, you know what I'm saying? But y'all y'all better come correct if you're going to get that, though. You got to come correct if you're going to get Tiffany. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. You better and you got to eat pussy, motherfucker. Let's make that clear. That's prerequisite. Oh, my God. Because mm-hmm. you know that well. I, if a dude said, I'll eat pussy, would you date him? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> but he got good dick, though. So? <laughs> she said, so? <laughs> so what? But see, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of funny because it's like, um... Okay, then if he was a terrible pussy eater, would you how many chances would you get give him to get it right? I think it can be taught. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it can be taught. Okay, okay, then, okay. Then. So I'm sure he won't need many. Mm. So 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 you don't mind building your man per se on how to be a great in bed. Well, um, yeah, kind of. I mean, the. I think it just depends on the kind of guy he is, not how he is in bed. Because if he's a great mm-hmm. guy, then mm-hmm. I think I can be. Um, then I think I'm. I'm willing to be, more patient with him in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he says he's an asshole. But like, he better fuck good. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he's an asshole, then I'm not interested. I'm not interested at all. Well, see, I think I think that a lot of times in relationships is that. Do you think people walk into relationships with preconceived notions? Kind of. I think everyone. I think everybody walks into a relationship hoping that it'll be great. That so they you, won't regret their decision about being with this person. So to you, what would, well, other than the kissing and the loving, on the emotional tip, what do you think is most needed for a relationship? Is most what? I said on the emotional tip. And we know about the, you know, the the the, the hug and the kissing, the uh, the affection, but on the emotional tip, what do you think? is needed for a relationship to work. A lot of sex, a lot of communication, mm-hmm. and um, never stop trying to impress each other. Yeah, because uh, someone told me, it, it, marriage is supposed to be that I could look at you at 50 and still find you sexy like you was in your 20s. Yeah. You know, period, so... So, so um, I'm gonna ask you this then, because we always talk about how not to make a man cheat. What it takes for a man not to cheat. What did it take for a woman not to cheat? 
We never ask that question. And what it and what takes and what constitute her to go the route of cheating. Cheating is a very selfish act. Okay. It's a very selfish, self-centered, um, self-pleasing act. And there are steps involved in cheating. There are decisions and choices involved in cheating. It's never a mistake. Which is why, which is why people who take back cheaters aren't people to be respected. It's hard to respect someone who took back, who took back a person who did those steps mm -hmm. and made those choices just to betray you. Why would you want to be with a person like that? A person who made sober, conscious, active choices just to betray you, just to lie to you, just to hurt you. Why would you want to get back with that person? How can I possibly respect you? When, when you took back someone like that, how can I respect you? Because you can't of, respect someone who doesn't respect themselves. Yeah, because I, I always hear this term, don't embarrass me. You mm -hmm. know, period. And a lot of times, it's, it, how can I put this? A lot of times, especially with celebrities or anyone, especially because we're so public now, the cheats get even amplified when it becomes public. You know, period. And it's kind of like, to me, my finger, well, one, why would, it like this, with dudes, when I look at dudes when they cheat, why would you go through the trouble of that? Because it's like, you, like you said, it's many steps of doing it. And then on top of that, you know the repercussions of what will happen, especially if you got a family. You got to explain this to the kids. You got to explain this to... To, to your friends and, 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 and all that good stuff. Mm. You know, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it is it's very selfish. And then I heard someone say, well, you know, there's such thing as respectable cheat. I was like, there is? What, what's the fucking respectable cheat? I didn't even know there was such, such notion. <laughs> you know, period. So I'm like, ain't no such thing as a special cheat. Um, now, as far as someone taking somebody back, would I ever, if I ever got cheated on, um, the times I got cheated on, I never took nobody back. That was only twice in my whole life that happened. <laughs> Other times it was my ass that would do the cheat. But, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it, it, I thought the same thing. You know, period. And being on both sides of the fence, it's it's pain across the board because one, you the one that fucked up the relationship. And you can't look at that female ever again in the same light, especially when she's done. You know, and then also the one being cheated on, the embarrassment of it. You wondering, was I good enough? Was I sexy enough? You know, period. And just the hurt of it. Yeah. So, it, it's like, and then when I look at these celebrities and these baby mamas be taking these dudes back, and I'm like, he just had a whole broad, and he got caught with a whole broad on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you talking about, that's my man. I'm like, oh. but I think, but me personally, I think most men honestly wants to be in an open relationship. They just ain't got the balls to say it. Yeah. They just don't. Because it because because many of them act as if they are in one. So, so, but I like I said, I mean, shoot, like it just I just find relationship crazy with some of these celebrities and some of these people who have it, especially in, especially even in the porn community, you know. Um, but like I said, but like I said, it's. It's somebody for everybody. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
with that being said, Miss Lady, I I enjoy talking to you. Always great to have you. Always give great takes and good insight, Mama. So I really hope that you decide to stay in the business. Um, and like I told you before, whether you stay in the business or not, you are a smoke buddy, and I will be bringing you back on the show as long as you're willing to come. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And I just hope you don't stop taking them pictures. Got it. <laughs> no, I, I won't. <laughs> but shoot. But no, I'm asking you this: Have you thought about being an influencer? I mean, um, because because I mean, one, you do take pictures. Two, you do buy outfits, and you got style about your shit. So it wouldn't surprise me if, like, if you ever got a sponsorship from a Fashion Nova or some of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I gotta. I gotta be really active on social media to get those kinds of sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Shoot, well, but I ain't gonna fuck. I can see you being an influencer. I can actually see you actually like, uh, or what do you be doing? Reviewing, reviewing clothing and shit like that. Yeah, you know, you got you got some swag, mom. You got some swag. I guess that the new generation, but they say you got some swag, mom. You got some. <laughs> Thank you. So until you decide to call it quits, you still got sites up for people to spend money. So tell everybody where they can go spend some money on you. I go to onlyfans.com slash Tiffany Valentine and spoil me. Most definitely spoil her rotten. And also, if y'all hear this, yo, 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 y'all, y'all speak your appreciation so we can keep keep her in this business because she's one of the good ones. I hate to see her leave. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, I see nothing but good things for you, Mama. You you are a diamond in the rough. You are special. Trust me on that. Thank you. No doubt. So, people, you know how we always end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thanks for coming to the lounge again, Mama. No problem. Thank you for having me. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right